This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance here on ESPN Radio, ESPNU, the ESPN app, all the great ESPN stations across the country, Sirius XM, Channel 80. The huge news in the NFL over the last 24 hours, Deshaun Watson out for the season. Shoulder surgery done on IR, no chance of coming back. This is not a, a we're going to monitor week by week. It's over. It's done. They made the decision yesterday to go to DTR. Dorian Thompson-Robinson as their starting quarterback, a rookie out of UCLA who started earlier this season, but as CC has mentioned, didn't know he was a starter. Last-minute decision based on uh, Watson not being able to play. Now he gets a week to prep. It does feel like they really like this guy. Because they had him supplant a guy in P.J. Walker, who nobody is claiming is the greatest quarterback of all time. But they were 2-2 two and two in the games that he's played, and he's been in the league now a couple of years. When this news came across, were you surprised, and does it tell you how they feel about Thompson Robinson? Well, I think they believe that there's more upside for the rest of the way, and that DTR is a different player than he got that than the one that they saw start a game, what was it, uh, week four against yeah. the Baltimore Ravens? So, I mean, yeah, there's certainly a lot of room for improvement, and I I think it's a different situation where you're talking about Kevin Stefanski being able to structure the game plan around him. You'll get a different version of this kid now that he's had a taste of NFL action. And let's not forget, his first start, you're talking about him going up against the number one scoring defense in the National Football League in the Baltimore Ravens. That's a defense that's made a lot of quarterbacks look bad. Think about how Jared Goff looked against that defense. Absolutely awful. Think about how Geno Smith looked against that defense. How do you think DTR is going to look? Exactly. In his first Regular season NFL action. So I think you'll get a different version of them. But here's the thing, Smalls. It's not going to come down to DTR. It's going to come down to that defense. And it always has this entire season. It's not as if Deshaun Watson was lighting it up, save one half of football in Baltimore. Deshaun Watson hadn't been great. And that's an understatement. So I just think that the defense is what's going to have to win the day for Cleveland. That's what's done it up until this point. They're going to have to continue to do it. The scary part is there's no margin for error when that has to be your path to victory week in, week out. Even though they really do like DTR's skill set, and it's really unfair to judge him off that week four performance that we saw based on the circumstances surrounding him getting thrown into that situation, I am a little surprised that they didn't go with P.J. Walker just because he's more of a known commodity and because they've won with him this season. It's an any game right now is important for the Cleveland Browns, but coming off of this news, after the performance that you saw from Deshaun Watson this past weekend, this is an emotional blow. Oh, and you're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers this weekend. A big, big divisional game for them. So I, I was just a little bit surprised that they didn't go with somebody that they had a little bit more of a book on. Just even for more bigger picture perspective on how cursed this franchise now feels. They came back against the Baltimore Ravens, arguably the second-best team in the AFC behind the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe some would say the best team in the AFC. They come back. They win that game. You okay, Smalls? Yeah, my earpiece just fell out. Oh, they come back. Popping it back in. (laughs) (laughs) They come back, and they win that game 33-31. In the second half, Deshaun Watson has the single-best half of his entire Browns career. He is 14-14. of There is a feeling that takes over Cleveland. On that Sunday night that they literally have probably never had, which was, oh my God, we're Super Bowl contenders. Think about all of the people living in Cleveland right now, the diehard sports fans, the Browns fans all across the country, and they are very much a national team in terms of their fandom. You know that, CC better than anybody having played against them. They have fans that are so loyal. 
But in their lifetime, they probably never have had factual evidence of them being a legit Super Bowl contender. They had that moment the other night. And then this week, it is taken from them because Deshaun Watson, out of nowhere, is out for the season with an injury that literally you didn't even know in that game that he had. That amongst many other reasons, would indicate that this franchise just feels cursed. That when you think about all of the teams all across sports, the most cursed franchise in all of sports, is there one that comes close to the Cleveland Browns? Anyone in sports that comes close to the Cleveland Browns? We can get you guys in on this as well before you answer. On Sportsman Like Nation, Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the ones fans deserve. Is there one that's close? Do the Jets feel close? Do the Mets feel close? Well, the Jets had conference championship games appearances in back-to-back years. Good was 2009-2010. Yeah, and they beat Manning and Brady en route to both of yeah, those. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, they've, they've actually seen success gotten to the championship rounds. I mean, maybe the Detroit Lions? The Bills, maybe? But they don't feel they, cursed. But they went to four straight Super Bowls and didn't win one. Yeah, I guess you could feel cursed if you do that's that. Why, that's why like, I you, always There are better to. odds of being able to win a Super Bowl Correct. than to actually go to four straight and not win. That's so nuts. do the either or. Would you rather be a Bills fan or a Browns fan? A Bills fan. Because you went to the four. Well, yeah. And it doesn't feel as cursed. Even though losing four Super Bowls is heart-wrenching. It's a different type of pain. It's just the things that continuously happen with the Browns. It's like one thing after the next. It's like as soon as they start to believe, the rug is ripped out from underneath them. It's just the manner in which things happen in Cleveland that feel more cursed to me. It's interesting because you just asked a question about which fan would you rather be across people's lifetime. But I'm just sitting here, to sitting, sitting here today thinking about it. Which fan would you rather be, the Browns fan or the, the Bills fan today? Today, you mean specifically because of the firing and everything like that? Yeah. But I'm, how, I'm, no, I'm serious. I'm, serious. I'm just yeah. asking the question. Which fan would you rather so be? Let's, like, let's do it this way. Let me add one other question or context oh, to this. Okay. What do we want the age to be of the person? Because the age, no, the age <laughs> matters. No, but, no because, but he's talking about this year specifically. Right, but I'm saying historically, you just brought up the four Super Bowls. At least if I'm a Bills fan, I could go back and say my team's been to the Super Bowl. A Browns fan around our age, let's just say, has never even come close I don't know. I think and their team moved. I think comparing the two is really interesting because even despite the Deshaun Watson news coming off this performance, you still have, as you like to say, CC proof of concept this season that you can win without him. Yeah, and you have so much confidence in that defense. Yeah. Whereas right now things seem to be spiraling in a lot of different directions in Buffalo. So as crazy as it sounds. As I just come off saying that the Browns are cursed, I think today I'd feel better as a Browns fan than I do a Bills fan. Yeah, I feel better about what this season is going to be. And here's the thing. You don't know what's going to happen long-term with Josh Allen, who they're going to bring in. Now, because you have the quarterback, it might make the job more attractive than if they were to make a coaching change in Cleveland. They don't know what they're doing with the quarterback and don't have a lot of options to move off of Deshaun Watson or find an alternative. But at the end of this, Cleveland is likely going to be in the playoffs. The Bills probably aren't. So, I mean, if you're if you're a Browns fan, just thinking about this, that would make it two playoff appearances in the last four years for your head coach and Kevin Stefanski. Feels like in comparison to what you've had over the last 20 years, the franchise does have some degree of stability. Mm-hmm. Just putting it out there. Now, yeah. that's a spin, right, amongst the curse that this is actually the best version 
of you being cursed, right? That even though you lose your starting quarterback out of nowhere, you still may end up in the playoffs. Yeah. Would you rather be a Browns fan or a Jets fan? The Jets think they were in Super Bowl contention for four days, four plays, excuse me. The Browns think they were in Super Bowl contention for one half. If the outcome is the same, where neither franchise wins the Super Bowl, I'd rather be the Jets. Like, let's get the heartbreak out of the way. (laughs) I don't want to go through the entirety of the season, get one glimpse of what it could be, and then get my heart broken. At least the Jets knew four plays in. How do you get the heartbreak out of the way, though? By By Rodgers coming back? No, I'm saying like. The, oh, you'd rather the, experience it early on yes, in the season. Yes, but I'm just talking about happened. moving forward, though. Oh. Because the Browns are going to be on the playoffs. The Jets probably not. Like next year, what this thing is going to look like, you got you got two players coming off an of injury at quarterback, Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. Like, which which team would you feel better about? The Jets. I'm always really? going to feel better about Aaron Rodgers okay. than I am Deshaun Watson. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The most cursed franchise in all of sports, any sport. I'll give you one other franchise that I was thinking about. Now, they won in our lifetime, but I've been thinking about the Angels. You always bring them up, Smalls, as kind of living You're the in only the- one. Right, exactly, <laughs> and that's part of this. They have arguably the two best players in the sport and never win anything. And Think they of- had Albert Pujols coming right. off a World Series Now, they won a World Series in 2 right? So they in our lifetime, they've won. So if we're going to bring up the Jets, rightfully so, going to the yeah. AFC title game, I guess I probably can't bring up the Angels, but they can't figure out how to make the best two players in the sport work. Yeah, but I, I don't, don't know, know if that's, if that's the same, though, because it's, that nobody cares. Like, who cares about the Angels? Well, that's that's part of the curse. Nobody, <laughs> cares, nobody <laughs> no, no, no. cares about them, no, though. Like, <laughs> no, because when you look at what happened with Deshaun Watson, no one saw this coming. So it's the confounding nature of things. You can look at the Angels and say, Artie Moreno loves to collect stars, hates to get pitching we know we know why it's not working with the angels whereas with the browns or some of these other franchises you just you scratch your head and say how does this continue to happen 100 fair 100 fair uh danny in dayton on fourteen ten a.m what's up danny how you doing morning i just want to throw my hat in i think the cincinnati Bengals might be a team you want to consider for being cursed what? Danny, why? They've been to the Super Bowl multiple I times. Joe Burrow. In our lifetime. Oh, yeah, we have Joe Burrow. I, trust me, it's hard for me to say, but sometimes I just feel like I'm going to die without seeing a Super Bowl and I'm oy, cursed. Oy. Well, that may be a you thing, um, but they've been, I mean, they were in the Super Bowl against the Niners twice in our lifetime, um, and they were also in the Super Bowl, obviously, a couple of years ago against the Rams. Like, and they're really good. Now, tonight could change that, obviously, but that, that doesn't feel like it could. And by the way, you know, looking back on it, because I think about it in comparison to other teams, when Marvin Lewis was there, everybody would rip Marvin Lewis. They always had a winning record. They're always in the playoffs. Yeah, they just didn't win a lot in there. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would put that on the cursed list. Edwin in Arizona on the ESPN app. What's up, Edwin? Hey, what up? What up? I'm in Arizona, but I am from Chicago. I want to say since our championship run, I think the Chicago Bulls have been the most cursed. Ooh. All our point guard injuries. The famous Jay Williams, MVP D Rose, now Lonzo, tough. That's not terrible, but it's like you're paying the hard cost retroactively for winning six and having Michael Jordan. So no franchise that had Michael could be considered cursed. When that part. And when he said he's from Chicago, I thought he was going to go with the Bears, yeah. who, who have become a quarterback graveyard and can't yeah. put it together. Uh, Phillip in South Carolina, 98.9 in South Carolina. What's up, Philip? Hey, guys. Uh, I actually think the Chargers are the – at least currently the most cursed franchise. Why? Uh, because the last time they were in the Super Bowl, I believe Steve Young was the quarterback, and they lost somewhere in the they realm of 49-7. <laughs> yeah. 95, Stan Humphreys, I believe. They Natron Means, smoked. if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. 
Yeah, I that's you know what? The Chargers have come up multiple times today. I guess I've never looked at them as cursed, but they always feel close and never actually get over the hump. Maybe they are more cursed than we realize. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, and the Dr. Pepper call in line. We'll get more of your phone calls in on mer- most cursed they franchises. They are exactly 500 as a franchise. Four, but does that mean cursed four, or not cursed? I, I don't know. It's meh. They have, yeah. yeah you're right about the meh. <laughs> it's meh. Wait, you're saying historic, like San Diego? Historically, they have 482 wins, 482 losses, that feels and, ele- like you, and 11 listen, ties. Listen, that feels like one of those things you cannot make that up. I'm just telling you, 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 nothing <laughs> on earth tracks more than that. <laughs> that, 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 that We're proves, on Sportsman Line, Gotti, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smolman. And, um, well, I'm Evan Cohen, and um, what's going on here, guys? Oh, oh there, there he is. is. There he is. Chris Canty with us, of course, as well, here on ESPN Radio at 888-SAY-ESPN. We are talking about an ESPN year. We're talking about the most cursed franchises. Boy, Jay Williams is right. His studio is a lot bigger than ours. We can't even fit um, behind that where Smalls is sitting over there. But anyway, um, most cursed franchises. I still can't get over the fact that the the Chargers historically are 500. That is what (laughs) CC is. The research has shown. It feels like you would make that up, but it is true. And this is where this conversation goes to. So it's is it teams that don't achieve where we think they're going to go? Teams that have weird things. Like, I think there's got to be a weird component to it, right? I don't know what the Chargers' weird component is. You guys countered me on the Angels. Like, what's the weird component on it other than them just not maximizing all of the, the players that they have? You know, when you think about historically with the Browns, there are so many things from Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the team, admitting he got advice from a homeless guy to draft Johnny Manziel. Like, and there's 10 stories like that. The Knicks, the Mets, they have like millions of stories like that. The Lions have stories like that. Right. When you're, I think there's probably part of this in terms of the curse that there's got to be a, a footnote to. Remember when this happened and we sit there and be like, oh, my God, that really did happen, didn't it? Yeah. Not just bad, not just underachieving. I think that, as I'm trying to walk through in my head what cursed actually means in sports, I think there's got to be a footnote story, right? Like the Cubs. 
like the Cubs, but can I mean, we they, say it now? No, though? no, I'm saying they won, obviously. Yeah. They broke the curse, but we all look to Bartman in right. that situation. Excellent point. And you're like, that could only happen to the Chicago Cubs. Right, and nobody brings up the fact that Alex Gonzalez had an error before that, and oh. it was, you know, like against it's the, the whole game. It was, not, it was not Bartman's right. fault at all. Right. But you, you point to that moment. And it's like, that wouldn't happen to the Cardinals. That wouldn't happen to a team like the Yankees. It would only happen to that version, the cursed version of the Chicago The Cubs. New York Mets had to fire a manager before he ever managed a game <laughs> with Carlos Beltran yeah, because happened. of the Astros situation. The New York Jets had Bill Belichick as their head coach twice, and he never coached one game. Only the Jets. Josh in Tennessee on 95.3 FM in Tennessee. What's up, Josh? Hey, how's it going, guys? Morning. Uh Good morning. You just uh, mentioned it. I think the curse that Bobby Lane with the Lions. I mean, they had two players that were in their prime, just up and retire out of nowhere. And then if you look at the, I mean, obviously they're you know have a good team this year. We'll see how that plays out. But uh, the the last good team they had probably was uh, was at fourteen or fifteen, where they had a that playoff game against the Cowboys, where they got gypped because that pass interference call they didn't call. And I mean, you just look at that, and I just think that's <laughs> curse written all over it. That that's a good one because the Lions do have the footnote, right? I mean, yeah. Barry Sanders. And Calvin Johnson in their prime, both retired out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm not done. one guy, two guys. They said I, I would rather leave yeah, than done. stay here. Yeah. I can still play, but I don't want to play for you. <laughs> I just don't want to. I just don't want to. <laughs> Having That's one of those worse. guys is amazing. They had two. I know you got all this money on the table for me. You keep that. I'm going to go home. Just please let me leave. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Times two. Yeah. Times two. Scott in Jacksonville on, on uh, Sirius XM Channel 80. What's up, Scott? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I got to go with my beloved Atlanta Falcons on this one, guys. Uh, you know, 1998, we got to the Super Bowl. John Elway destroyed us. We had one score in the game, like a Tim Dwight, Tim Dwight uh, kickoff return for a touchdown. And then, who can forget, going against the Patriots, we had the GOAT and Belichick on the ropes, up by 25, and we choke it away. I mean, that's just unacceptable in the NFL, so i got to go with the Falcons on this one. That's an interesting one. When he brought up the Falcons, I figured he was, the footnote was going to be our starting quarterback who was great, who won a playoff game at Lambeau where nobody won, gets arrested and put in jail for That's a, a year part of it. Vick. That's yeah. a part of the math, yeah. yeah. Plus you traded away Brett Favre, yeah. All of that stuff matters. I feel like people don't bring that up enough. Yeah, you they traded know. away Brett Favre. <laughs> what did they you get? Did. What did they get? I don't even know what they got for him. Some pick. Not I think enough. they got a first-round pick. Oh, they did get I a first. So, okay. Yeah. Right. yeah, Brett Favre was a second round pick. They ended up getting, I think, a first round pick for him. Yeah, Ronnie in Mississippi watching on ESPNU. What's up, Ronnie? How you doing, man? What's going on? The most cursed team in in, in sports has got to be the Browns. You go from the from Deshaun Watson to the Baker Mayfields to the, look at all the quarterbacks they drafted and just brought in, still nothing. Tim Couch, Jason Campbell, Brandon Whedon. I mean, just quarterback after quarterback. They're just awful. I mean, they thought Derek Anderson was the guy for a while. Jake DeLome came in Seneca for a minute. Seneca Wallace. Oh, <laughs> RG3. Like, this is a bunch the of names on that list. is so long. So, <laughs> Brian Hoyer. So Brian, Brian Hoyer, I think, actually won 10 games there. I yeah. could be wrong on that, but I think Brian Hoyer is known as like a great all-time it quarterback like there. like a damn miracle, doesn't it? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bill in Texas is on ESPN Radio and on Sportsmanlike. What's up, Bill? Uh, Dallas Cowboys are the most cursed. Stop it. Stop it. No, you can't say that. We won three championships in the 90s. What are we Come talking on. about? I... 
Your franchise is worth more than any franchise in all of sports. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Well, it kind they of. got to put Jimmy Johnson in the ring of honor. That's Net worth has nothing to do with it. But since then, he might not be wrong. Yeah, I mean, 27 uh, years 27 since they've been years. to the conference championship? Jimmy Johnson, man. Put him in the ring of honor. What's you want to win a championship, put Jimmy in the Do the right thing, Jerry Jones. Put Jimmy in the ring of honor. I think there might be something to that. The We're ta- Cowboys cursed? I don't know. You, is, it, and you're saying the Jimmy Johnson thing is the footnote? Okay, okay. Here's, here's what we're talking about. We're yeah. talking about franchises where we look at them and say, of course this would happen to them, or they'll find a way to mess it up. Right. Right? We, we obviously just looked at the Browns. We've thrown the Jets in. Like, of course the Jets would be the franchise that has something called the butt fumble. Yeah. Right? Like the Jets. Of course they would. Of right. course it's the Jets. But even though the Dallas Cowboys have so much talent on their teams year after year after year, do we not all watch Dallas Cowboys games and know that no matter what position they're in, that we're probably going to hear Stephen A. laughing on our timeline at the end of the game? No doubt. And that, to me, does have a little bit of a curse vibe to it. It's curse adjacent. You convinced me. But if I just look at the 27-year history, right, of the last 27, that's why I'm saying the age thing. But a curse starts at some point. I know, but CeCe had the same reaction that I had, which is like, they won three Super Bowls in our lifetime. You know, the Browns no, would but dream I've been a part, of that. I've been a part of that franchise's history in the last 27 years. and there, It feels cursed? There does have an element of it feeling cursed. Okay. Like losing the playoff game to the Giants in 2007 after we smoked them twice in the regular season. Like, it just felt like something was wrong. Like, Patrick Creighton dropping that pass. I mean, I, I still it still it still Seattle. haunts haunts my nightmares. It's just like it's just one of those things I'll never get past. That was the best team I've ever played on in the National Football League. I wow. was in the league eleven years. That was the best collection of talent I had ever been a part of. And you won a Super Bowl. And I won a Super Bowl <laughs> over Brady and Belichick. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt and in Arkansas on Sirius XM eighty. What's up, Matt? Hey man, hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, it's got to be the Detroit Lions. I mean, we had Sanders and. Calvin Johnson walk away in their prime. Uh, traded Matt Stafford, wins the Super Bowl the next year. Three different first <laughs> That's round a good draft part picks. of the draft... storyline, too. I forgot we draft Joey Harrington, Mike Williams, and Eric Ebron. I don't know if it's cursed, bad leadership, but it's got to be Detroit. Well, you drafted wide receivers in the top 10 three straight years, which is just unfathomable that that actually happened. The Lions' case is Was well, it three straight up... or four straight? If it's four, it's even worse. It was worse. Charles Rogers, Roy Williams, Mike Williams, and Calvin Johnson, wasn't it? Was, <laughs> that's so bad. If that's the, we have to look at the years on that. There's that, a streak of drafting wide receivers. Yeah, Matt Miller, man. <laughs> the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> man, oh, man. Yeah, that that is bad. unbelievable. The Lions are making a strong case here. Yeah. Lions are coming back here. The Browns had an early lead. The Lions fan are really coming back. <laughs> and this is not a contest you want to win, by the way. Ryan in Hartford on 97.9 in Hartford. What's up, Ryan? Hey, thanks for taking it. Um, we got to go to the NHL. You got to go to the Leafs. Yeah. I mean, you can't look past the Leafs. They got Marner, Matthews, Tavares, Nylander, and they can't win anything. Yeah, how long has it been since they were in the Cup Finals? I can't tell you how many how many days years it's been, but I, they won a series last year. You thought they would have thrown a parade. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. That is. True. That's a good one. It would not have come up. They haven't won a title since nineteen sixty-seven. And they're one of those teams, if you're just a casual they're fan. They're original six. Yeah, you're just like, oh, the Leafs must be good. Well, not not exactly. I don't even think they've made it to the cup final since then. That's since, what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, it's 67. Yeah. All right, coming up. If Aaron Rodgers wants to play football, whose decision actually is it? We'll get to that next. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We'll get more of your phone calls in at 888-SAY-ESPN and the Dr. Pepper call-in line. But so on the most cursed franchises in all of sports around the Browns, losing their starting quarterback, of course, Deshaun Watson. Well, another team that lost their starting quarterback this year, of course, the New York Jets with Aaron Rodgers. And Robert Sala, the head coach of the team, is asked about him constantly. Of course he is, because Rodgers every week going on Pat McAfee on ESPN noon until 3 Eastern time, um, hinting at a return. So Robert Sala, the head coach, was asked about it yesterday. Aaron's a uh, Aaron's a big boy, grown man, and uh, uh, no one's going to know Aaron's body like Aaron knows his body. And if he feels, after all the doctors clear him, and I'm sure there's a million of them, I have no idea on that stuff. But if if Aaron says he wants to play, he's going to play. If Aaron says he wants to play, he's going to play. Now he did say after the doctors clear him. Mm-hmm. Is that how it normally works? Yes and no. Here's the thing. The player knows his body better than anybody else. But what Aaron Rodgers is attempting to do is unprecedented. And given what the Jets have invested in him, sometimes you have to protect the player from himself. And this feels like one of those instances because they are pushing the timeline. Now, I don't know how much of this is hyperbole, how much of this is fact, but they are making a big deal about him rejoining the team sometime after Thanksgiving. And to me, it makes it sound like this is setting up for Aaron Rodgers to potentially try to make a go at playing at a couple of those games at the end of the regular season. For why and for what, I'm not sure, because I anticipate the Jets falling out of this thing, but this is playing with fire if you're looking at the Jets leaving it up to Aaron Rodgers to make the decision. But it shouldn't be surprising to a small because they've essentially turned over control of their franchise since they've traded for him. He has the ultimate say in that organization, and – We've seen it happen for good. We've seen the way that this team has galvanized around him, the way that they believe in themselves in a different manner when he's there. We know the talent that Aaron Rodgers has. But why you would want to risk it this season, knowing that all of your hopes next season are hinging on this one player and this injury, this Achilles. There's there's a lot that's going to be in that tendon for the New York Jets. I understand that for him to be motivated through a very mentally and physically taxing rehabilitation process, there has to be some sort of a carrot. And if this has helped him, amazing. But you just said it perfectly. Sometimes you have to protect someone from themselves. And if I'm the New York Jets, I have to look at Aaron Rodgers and maybe disappoint him and say, I know that you wanted to come back. I know that you've done all of this work to get yourself physically ready to do so and be there for your team. But we cannot risk it this year because I need you to win it's the Super Bowl next year. You know what's interesting, Smalls? I was just thinking when you said that, when people say risking it all in sports and in life, it sounds cool, but it usually don't work out the way that you want it to. 
there's, there's usually some unintended consequences that play out that cost you something that's of value. In, in this instance for the Jets, it could cost you the 2024 season. It's already cost you an opportunity to upgrade your offensive line. Remember, they swapped first-round draft picks this year, and as a result, the Pittsburgh Steelers were able to jump in front of them after with that with their original draft choice going to the Green Bay Packers. The Steelers jumped in front of them and took Broderick Jones, and who's now their starting right tackle. Mm-hmm. You, you know, if you had the opportunity to draft him, your offensive line in front of Zach Wilson would have been a lot better. Now, nobody's saying that they shouldn't have made the move for Aaron Rodgers. Because they've already made a bad decision in going after Zach Wilson and drafting him second overall. But I guess the whole point is having an opportunity with a healthy Aaron Rodgers in this defense to compete for a championship is what it was all about. And after four games in week one, uh, four plays in week one, you realize it wasn't going to happen for Rodgers in 2023. Why try to push the envelope and salvage a season that's already lost? Who has a greater percentage of ownership with their respective team? Aaron Rodgers with the Jets or Deshaun Watson with the Browns? Watson. 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 Watson does? Watson. Because of the contract, yeah, obviously. Yeah, because of the contract. And, I mean, the, the the Jets have ways to get another quarterback. Like, the Jets have draft picks. The Cleveland Browns don't. So, logistically, it's Watson. But I would say emotionally it's Aaron Rodgers. That's because the, Bra- say, the yeah. Browns have won without Watson, and it feels as if they can in the wake of this injury. Where once Aaron Rodgers went down after those four plays, we felt like all hope was lost. Now, the Jets were able to rally and put themselves in a better position than we thought that they would be. But it just seems like once Aaron Rodgers was taken out of the equation for the New York Jets, it was a sunk cost. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, your telephone number to join the show. The most cursed franchise, the Cleveland Browns were the leader in the clubhouse, but Lions fans are coming out strong here. Uh, Are there other franchises, guys, that we have not mentioned that you want to throw into that conversation of most cursed franchises in all of sports? Clippers. Okay, Clippers are a good one. Clippers are in there. I mean... Well, I in, 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 in self-explanatory, for uh, those they, who may not they, know they, the they, obvious, they get Kawhi Leonard fresh off of winning a championship with the Toronto Raptors, and they don't see any semblance of that player that did that in L.A. They got James Harden now. Have they won a game with James Harden in the lineup yet? To be fair, you might have to explain why, because who's really paying attention to the Clippers? That's the other part of it. Does anybody really care? (laughs) The Clippers, they clipping. So, (laughs) I mean, mean, ownership that got kicked. He didn't technically get kicked out of the league, but got kicked out of the league. Oh, he did get kicked out of the league. No, he technically did not. They made him sell to the wife who then sold. I don't want to get too complicated. He could no longer keep the team. They, the players yeah. and, the, and the other owners got together. You can't stay in the NBA. So, yeah, they have an owner who got pushed out, however yeah. you want to look at it. Yeah. And then all of the – like the amount of Hall of Famers that they've acquired that haven't amounted to being a Hall of Fame team together, right? I mean, Chris Paul was great for them, but they never came close Blake to winning. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin was great for them, never came close to winning. Chris, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kawhi, just, Paul George. I mean, the list yeah. goes on and on. There's always guys get hurt upon arrival. If Like literally they step in the arena like, ah – Tore my ACL upon arrival. They are a disastrous franchise in terms of that. Didn't stuff. they draft a guy named Michael Olawakani? Olawakani, number, number one, one overall. overall from Pacific. <laughs> Pacific. Who? Who? <laughs> so if we're, we're talking NBA oh teams. Is it fair for me to suggest that maybe we throw the 76ers in this conversation? When you think about the process and the opportunities that they had with some of those picks and the way it's gone wrong, the disasters that have followed, doesn't it feel like if we're talking about franchises that, despite the talent and the success that they have, can't get over that hump, that Philly's there. I mean, Markel Fultz, Ben Simmons. We're talking about Markel, guys, the guys losing Fultz their one. shot, guys losing their shots, guys not wanting to shoot. 
That to me feels like something's off from a, a cursed perspective. I don't know there. if it's cursed or or the wrong philosophy, right? Because a lot of people that I've heard like people talk about this that are that are former front office people that that if you just breed that process that we're going to tank that culture, it doesn't go away, right? I mean, you're t- we're talking to a guy who played next to us here who played for Parcells, Harbaugh, and Coughlin, and Al Groh in college. They will they would never allow for what the Sixers do. To, do, to have done or did to have been done because they would absolutely say, we are going to try to go for broke every single year. We're never going to allow that to infiltrate it. And they thought by having enough swings, they get enough right. And that's not what happened. But and this, they've lost for a long time. But they did time. get an MVP, though. But, the, but winning is the goal, not the sure. talent. Yeah, I mean, but in the NBA, if you don't have talent, you ain't going to win. Like, you have to have those two or three guys that – that can play at an all-star level on any given night in order to get a championship. Like you, you just have to. It's requisite. Now I get it. What the Denver Nuggets did and building it around Jokic and taking time together. Those guys have been together seven years, coaching the two-star players. I understand chemistry, but you still got to have some talent. I mean, Jokic. You could have made an argument should have won three straight MVPs based on the way that he played last year. So I get it in the NBA. I understand why they try to do it. But even with the talent that they were able to acquire, the guy, the picks that they were able to acquire, they still had some huge whiffs on the guys that they drafted. Like the Markel Fultz one that you keep bringing out, I can't get it out of my mind because the Lakers drafted Lonzo Ball second overall in that draft. They could have had Jason Tatum. I'm telling you. Jason Tatum. Think about Think of if you had Jason Tatum and Joel Embiid together. You know what? You know what? The <laughs> and it, was, and and it wasn't Tatum. off the board. It's not revisionist history. Like it was up in the air which one of those three guys would go number one overall. Here's the mark of a that was a part franchise. of the conversation. Well, and I kept saying to people during the draft, I'm like, Tatum is as sure of a thing as you're going to get. Like, Here, that's what they said, and I was like, I'm. But I'm she telling wrong. you, as people who I know who have had eyes on this guy since he was this big, they're telling you he is going to be a guy that's going to have a lot of success in the league. And I wasn't wrong. St. So Louis wasn't wrong. The mark of a cursed franchise is the fan that thinks, oh, yeah, but if we had him, he would never have been good. That's the mark. Like, if the, the Clipper fan today would sit there and say, yeah, well, if we ended up with Tatum, he would have been a disaster. So, basically, the Jets and the Browns fans. Yeah, every we, time. We got Deshaun well, Watson. He ain't no good. I, we got Aaron Rodgers. He only played four players. I, you know, I feel that way about the Bears. Whatever quarterback gets drafted there, I'm you like, are they going to find a way to mess him up? Yeah. Yeah. That's the mark of a cursed yeah, franchise. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Right? No one gets out of there unscathed. Right? The, the last franchise quarterback they had was Sid Luckman. <laughs> or like Caleb Williams. Are we sure they won't find a way? No, that, I'm not sure. that's exactly right. The Bears fan today thinks if we end up with Caleb Williams, he'll be terrible. Let's just stay with Justin Fields yeah. so we don't hurt. That's so we how don't they hurt. think about it. Yeah, C.J. Stroud. Oh, you know what? If we would have drafted him, he wouldn't be as good. Yeah, he went to Chicago. <laughs> Coming no, up. Be just a guy. <laughs> I'm over it with a bit of positive programming, but first, CC has this from O, 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 O'Reilly. Don't miss See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, where you'll get great deals on wiper blades, headlight bulbs, cleaning products, and more. Get up to $20 O'Reilly gift card after rebate on select purchases, and their professional parts people will even install your wiper blades for free. That's free, y'all. Get ready for the weather ahead during See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by your local store or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Welcome back to Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, and Michelle Smallman. It's time for a little positive programming. Oh, yeah. It's time for I'm For It. But guys, because I am a good and generous teammate, we're going to split this segment between positive and negative. Because Unsportsmanlike is kind of the coolest spot in New York City. I mean, forget all these members-only club. We are kind of the club that people want to get into. All these mm. fun people walking around. They just want to pop in and hang out with us, which is what Jay Williams friend of the show, did at 745. So Pat's segment got ripped out from under him. So I'm going to be a good friend, a good teammate, and we're going to split the segment between positive and negative. We cool with that? I'm with it. Let's do it. I'm more negative than positive. Okay, well, this is a positive thing. This is a fun story that we heard last night here on ESPN. Lakers and Kings. We had Doc Rivers, Dave Pash on the broadcast. And Doc shared an interesting story about an NBA player that he had babysit his kids. And guys, it's not somebody that you would expect. Here's what he said. This is the story maybe of, of the decade. <laughs> Doc, you got to tell, who did you hire to be your babies? Or not your babysitter, your kids' babysitter? Well, it was a one-time thing, but when I was in San Antonio, uh, I wanted to go out and we used Dennis Rodman for one night babysitting Austin, which explains Austin and, and some of our kids. I don't know if I'm parent of the year or the worst parent. What made you go to Dennis Rodman of all the choices? He was over the house and he actually said, hey, I can do that. I'll, I love babysitting. And he did it. He did a great job. The house was a mess. <laughs> You're probably fortunate it was just the house that was a mess and the kids were okay. So Doc Rivers <laughs> allowing Dennis Rodman to babysit his kids. One night, he said that Dennis Rodman said he's a good babysitter, yeah. that he wanted to do it, that it was fun, the kids had a great time, but the house was a mess. Would you guys have done that? Would you have allowed Dennis Rodman to babysit your kids? I would have been for it. I don't know if my wife would have been <laughs> on board with it, but I would definitely be for it. Listen, I would be doing my kids a solid. Listen, I know you guys are going to miss us a little bit, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have Dennis Rodman. You know, the guy that was on Sports Illustrated with a wedding dress. I'm going to have that dude come and babysit you. I promise you, of all things, it won't be boring. It might be really good. It might be really bad. But what it won't be is boring. It'll be a memory. That's I, for sure. Exactly, I am going exactly. to, as a parent, I am going to majorly defend Doc Rivers here. Okay. There are nights where you want to go out and you're like, you know what? We've worked all week. We want to have a night to the two of us. We've called 87 babysitters. There's nobody available. All right. My son's 10. My daughter's 7. So what if we have a 12-year-old babysitting? We, As long as they're here at the end of the night, big deal. 
We're good. I'm telling you, you too, God willing, if you want kids one day, will experience what Doc experienced, which is anyone breathing and safe. Now, I don't know how safe Dennis Rodman yeah. is. Yeah. You said that the kids need to be there at the end of the night. Couldn't you see Doc Rivers showing up after his night out and the kids and Dennis Rodman aren't there and he's taking them to do something really fun, but they're don't not there? Don't let him go to Vegas. They're, they're on the PJ going to Vegas? Go. Don't let him go to Vegas. He's like, like we're just going to see Cirque du Soleil. Wow, Austin, 10-year-old. I didn't know you knew Carmen Electra all of a sudden. Like, that's interesting. How'd you meet her? Well, when Dennis Rodman was my babysitter. She stopped by the house. She, she stopped, stopped by, by the house. Yeah. yeah, we had Carmen. We had Pam Anderson. We had a good night. Yeah, but yeah, Madonna was there. I'm telling you babysitters not always easy to come by but there's one little note in that piece of audio that i want to harp on he said he hired him what did he pay him what was the rate what was the rate that dennis rodman came in and actually asked for 20 bucks an hour that sounded like something that dennis rodman wanted to do though yeah, like he, he volunteered he for the job which would give me a little pause if i'm a parent like you want to come be around my kids? Of all the things you could be doing, one of the most famous people in the entire NBA, you want to come spend time with my kids? Wait, this we're is- going to have the worm babysit the kids? The worm. And that was the that was during his demolition, the demolition man phase, right? Yeah. Because he goes to the, yeah, the, the blonde spurs, hair, the, yeah. blonde the blonde hair, hair dyeing yeah. his hair. Maybe they all dyed their hair together. Who knows? Is the least surprising part of that, though, that the house was a mess when Doc got home? That's the least surprising part. Like, I, knew that, I knew that. Dennis Rodman's yeah. not picking up after the not game. And he not also, and I love this, he took a shot at Austin because he's like, you know, Dennis Rodman babysat them. Well, we know why Austin is the way he is now. <laughs> wow. That's what, he, that's what he, Doc said. Wow. I think Austin's done a really good job, by the way. NBA he does a great job. Easter, Malik Andrews great job and everybody for us. on that show. All right, so now we go to Pat. Yep, we're going to pass Pat's the, gonna have pass to the baton that. to Pat. Yeah, now let's get a little negative. Story. All right, Pat, let's see if you can top that. I'm over it. Naturally, I go to store brand paper towels first, coming <laughs> up with that. Naturally. Natural transition. I'm very over store brand paper towels. They fall apart in your hand. They're impossible to use. They don't clean anything. They just push liquids around surfaces. If you give me a store brand paper towel, I'm judging you severely, and I, you probably can't be trusted. Okay, so I am in on the regular like name brand paper towels. I also will buy the store brand one if it's a dollar less. I mean, I'm just telling you. That's an insane thing to I have pay a dollar less But it doesn't work, for. though. But I have store you're brand paper towels in my car. You're buying it for a dollar less, but yeah. you're not getting what you're paying for. They work for. enough. They, they don't, though. They work enough. They don't work. At That's all? the whole point. Some of them point. are paper no. thin. Yeah, they don't they work. paper towels. No, but they're supposed to have the the multiple ply. So, yeah. you know, the weaving is supposed to be a certain correct way so you can get the spill up. Yeah, it's so like, that's it's like the like... difference between one ply toilet paper and two ply. Right. You know, You don't really got to explain it. Everybody understands but it. But when you go to somebody's house and you you know what type of toilet paper they have, you mm. know, it says a lot about them. Yeah, that now, says, a lot says a lot about, about them. them, yeah. Now I guess I'm understanding why my wife doesn't like when I buy the paper towels because I'm just looking for the cheapest ones possible. So you're so not that, a two-ply guy. know you're not cleaning up a whole lot of mess. I clean doing up it. all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm a cleanup machine. It doesn't sound but, and like And then it. you're buying... And you're buying the, 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 the store-bought paper? T- maybe, no. Maybe that's no. why it takes me longer no. to do it. I no. clean up constantly. I am the person that cleans up the moment you're finished not with buying your food. It. I'm not I'm buying it. The- if you're doing all of the cleaning, then why wouldn't you know the difference between store-brand paper well, towel I do. and uh, the name brand? I am I a just- cleaning-up machine. No. There's nothing that makes me angry than when you go to tear it off and it like rips in half because yeah. it's chi- so cheap. Ugh. Yeah, my, my wife... Terrible had a roommate once upon a time that would use the paper towel and then let the paper towel sit on the counter and dry it to reuse it again. <gasps> absolutely disgusting. Wait, but that's just that's more psycho more, than letting Dennis Rodman babysit. Exactly. Just absolutely disgusting. That's way more psycho. Absolutely disgusting. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Needless to say, she wasn't a roommate with her very long. Yeah, that's a rough yeah. process. She, she got fired. Yeah. She, <laughs> she got summarily dismissed. <laughs> Pat, next one. 
I apparently can't get an, a, a package delivered to my ha- apartment because they people keep stealing it. I've had two packages oh, this wow. week Worst stolen pirates? from my apartment. Stop stealing my stuff! You know, you do. You are from Philly. You may want to use Kelly Oubre's ring doorbell because obviously that seems to work. Uh, you may want that at this point. You need some sort of security cam out there, then, Pat. I don't. It just it gets delivered to a mail room. It's a big apartment building, and then people just take it. Apparently. Oh, so it's it's your neighbors that are taking it. I guess From I don't the know. Community mail room. That's even worse. That means the crime is being committed inside the right? building. <laughs> it's someone among. I don't you. even know if the surveillance camera is going to work. It's probably going to make him more upset because he's going to see somebody taking his package. Uh, my building he definitely thing? does he not. He might have not know who that person is, but he sees them clearly walking out with his package interesting i think it's probably a pat thing i think everybody else's packages are fine no actually i had a situation where there was a theft of one of my packages in the building in the building they didn't leave they didn't they left the they opened up the package and once they saw that it was the black forest gummy bears they just kind of threw it on the floor because they were like what the hell is this and so there's a situation somebody where I had tried to, pick to rob up your gummy bears. bags of gummy bears all over the hallway. I can't believe they didn't apartment. take those. No, they didn't. How are you going to leave those thank, behind? Thank God, thank God they didn't. <laughs> thank God they didn't. Black Forest, though. I ran out. I need some more gummy bears. So anytime <laughs> y'all want to send me some more, give me a shout out. I need some more. I need some more of the good stuff. But yeah, that happened. Wow. But there's doormats. It's not just a pat right? problem. Huh? Con- Stop stealing my stuff. Get out of my pockets. <clears throat> Worry about what's in, what's what? in my building. Well, I got a doorman building. Get out of my pockets. Stop worrying about that. There should be security for that. I'm just saying. We've established people don't care. On ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.